Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about home security. Um, I guess there's always a lot going on in the world. And, uh, you know, there's always something to be worried about. And now I think the latest thing is, you know, banks collapsing or financial crisis. Um, there's always something, you know, that you need to be thinking about. And whenever there's unrest, you seem to get a lot more of that as people panic or, you know, get crazy, there's a lot more, you know, home invasion and just burglary in general. And yeah, well, I, you see, um, you know, during the pandemic crime, crime went through the roof and, you know, that's really because everybody was out of work, you know, exactly. Whatever it was, the stimulus checks go so far, but, uh, if you, if you were unemployed and your, your wife was unemployed, and you got kids and grocery bills are going up and you can't find toilet paper, people get a little little weird. Exactly. You know? So there's a lot of things that you can do that are basic, obvious steps. Um, one of the things they always talk about is like OPSEC. And, and it's kind of a, a little bit different thing with home security. I think OPSEC is what, what comes to mind for me with home security is not putting your brand new tractor on Facebook. Um, not putting, you know, you leave all your cool stuff just kind of laid out in the front lawn. You know, I know I had a kid who uh, always used to leave his bike, you know, right out front. And then and I'm like, you know, you got to put your bike back in the shed. And sure enough, one day, mm-hmm. the bike is gone. And Wasn't somebody there? took it and some other kid is out there happy riding your bike, you know. And, and that's what happens. So... You know, but 
it, it doesn't just work for kids. You leave your four-wheeler out in the yard because you're too lazy to put it away. Then it's kind of like, hey, come take my stuff. Um, so thinking about that stuff I had a, is... I had a pushed lawnmower yeah. stolen from my yard once. And that, you know, 100% my fault. Um, and then uh, I was talking to a police officer a couple weeks later. And he's like, you know, I saw a guy pushing pushing a, a lawnmower down the side <laughs> of the highway last week after, after it was stolen. He goes, I just assumed he was going to mow somebody, some friend's lawn, but... Right, you just I mean, don't know. I mean, the guy worked for it. It's, it wasn't a ride-on mower. It was a push mower. Right, that's and commitment. He, he apparently had miles and miles to go to take it, so good luck, sir. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy that $200 lawnmower that uh, took you four hours to steal. Hey, wouldn't you rather have that lawnmower? So, that's you know, he's still got to win. He's still got something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And he worked for it. I mean, he earned it. Yeah. That's so. Anyway, think of ways to, like, one, keep your stuff hidden. And that that's really the OPSEC stuff. Um, you don't want your house, right. you know, I know we've mentioned right. this don't, before. You don't want your house to look like there's something worth taking. Like when it's the armed fortress right. with cameras visible everywhere and, you know, all that nonsense. You You need to think about that. Mm. Yeah, and there is, I mean, there is a uh, the idea of deterrence. You know, if you put like a, a security alarm sign in your front yard, you know, this house is protected by ADP or whatever it is, you might get somebody to go to the next door neighbors. But, um, you know, there's a certain point where people see that house and like they really have something that they're trying right. to protect in there. And, you know, when the power's out or when they know that the cops aren't responding, then, and, you know, mm-hmm. we like to think that that never happens. You know, oh, there's never a time when 911 won't work. Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. really true. Right. So it turns out they do get overwhelmed and it does take some time for them to, you know, respond sometimes. So, just be aware of that. And again, with a major power outage, with major, you know, criminals and, and the uh, the less savory types might take advantage of that. And that's something to, you know, keep in mind. But, uh, you know, just be aware of what's going on. So anyway, how can we uh, basically make our house a little bit more secure? Uh, what are some things well, we could add? Let's start yeah. with the the outer perimeter and work our way into the house. So the first thing I would say is, um, you know, setting up perimeter alarms, like, um, you know, you know, if you have a long driveway or something like that, um, you know, it'll give you a little bit of heads up that somebody's heading in your direction. Yeah. I always saw for 35 bucks, I see this, uh, driveway alarm and it has a half mile transmitting power was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you could put one back. I'm going to, I plan to, I haven't yet back at the barn doors, you know, to keep things from, Hey, somebody gets in there. And again, you maybe even put it right inside the barn door. If somebody opens it and goes in, you know, it depends on the wildlife activity, you know, by your yard. If you know, right. or you could set up a, right. uh, a, uh, like a blind spot so that, 
you know, it's between, you know, only the front foot of my barn door, you know, so a deer walking by isn't really going to be a problem. But I know if somebody goes and opens my door and goes in and is loading my tractor out or whatever, you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that right. matters. Um, obviously a driveway that could be far away or maybe a side yard that kids keep coming through, whatever it is you're worried about, you know, the angry squirrels, whatever's bothering you, a driveway mm-hmm. alarm could be a good step. Those squirrels. Uh, yeah. Uh, fencing? Uh, after oh, that, yeah. I would move, move into fences, yeah. you know, anyone can climb a fence, you know, a basic, even a basic, you know, wooden stockade fence though is going to keep people from being able to see what they, what you have around, you know, um, let them, you know, let it be a surprise. They, uh, you know, they have to hop up and look over the fence to see what you got in your yard to even, you know, get started thinking about it. Right, and then when you have the angry pit bull sitting there, it's kind of a, you know, oh, maybe I shouldn't have jumped there. Right. Yeah, right, right. And, and, and you know, it's not really realistic to, to put a, a big stockade fence all the way around your property. Um, some people do it, you know, if you have a small yard and you live in a, in an urban area, you know, you can do that. That's, that's a good idea. Um, and obviously you can go up from a stockade fence to, you know, chain link with barbed wire on top. You could do a, you know, uh, cinder block or cement walls with broken glass on the top. Right. Right. You know, I, you I can, know in, you can get as crazy as you want to get. Right. In New York, I, I know the, uh, old Italians, there was maybe one, uh, wall builder because i'd see them all around the town you know that that i lived in there that would put like kind of jagged stonework on the top of the stone walls and uh Mm -hmm. so you can't it would make it just uncomfortable you know again it's not that anybody couldn't jump over it it's just that it wasn't going to be easy to jump over it and that's something Mm -hmm. you know you might want to consider when i was in uh South America in Argentina, it was it was commonplace that everybody had uh, an eight foot concrete wall around their their house. I mean, it was in South America. If somebody breaks into your house and and you want the police, you have to go to the police station and and fill out a report. They're not coming to your house. To There's help no nine one one hotline. Um, no, nah, they're not. Cu- they're not rolling out there. They don't have that kind of manpower down there because they whatever. I mean. It's probably better. I'd prefer prefer that kind of system myself, but um, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's what the budgets dictate. You know, you decide what you want out of the world, right? You know, people are like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't yeah. need government. And then when they're like, well, you understand there's no firefighters, no policemen. Right, nobody's coming. No ambulance. It's like, well, maybe mm-hmm. I, I want a little bit of government, you know? And yeah. Then, yeah, so there, there when I was when I was staying there, this is uh, Resistencia was the name of okay. the town in Argentina, and it's uh, it was standard that everybody had dogs, and everybody had high walls around their. Was their it a house. dog pack or just dogs? Everybody had a couple of All dogs right. too, at least. The house I was staying at, they had their dogs were really friendly. Like I don't think they would bite anybody if they broke into the house, but. Next door, they had a couple of Dobermans there, and they set the standard. Yeah, you didn't want to jump over their fence. Yeah, right. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, you know, after fences, though, I think another another great thing for the outside perimeter is is the motion activated floodlights. Uh, some places that you know, I I guess that there are rules against those in certain really? pla- certain okay. places. 
you know, like homeowners associations and and things like that. You you have to pay attention, but honestly, you know, whatever. Screw those people. All right. Um, but you can set those up uh, so that they're, you know, you don't want them facing towards your your house. You don't want to be blinded through your window. You know, you want it facing away, you know, in your house facing towards your property or, you know, on on your property right. away from your house but not facing towards right. your house. Right, but your neighbor's you window, light that's them up, okay. But not light you right, up. yeah, you can do right. whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, protecting your own, that's that's exactly what it's about. The uh, I know Sunforce makes some pretty cool solar ones that come on through motion and work out really great. They're available on Amazon. Um, yeah, I have a couple of right. them. Right, and they just... They're nice. They, they work, work well. well, and they're great for, you know, something that's going to be out away, you know, an outbuilding that maybe doesn't have an ele- electricity, you know, a, a shed or right. something like right. that. It's just got a little solar plant panel. You know, I mean, everybody's got those little solar lights now where... You know, you have them in your backyard or your whatever. They're great. But these are, you know, they're floodlights and they're right. bright. Right, and they'll, they'll collect they, all they day work. and then, you know, just if you use them sparingly, you know, maybe not your all night long light. Although I, mm-hmm. I've used some of them for uh, where I get like a good four hour shot. You know, it'll charge up all day and then four hours of bright light, you know, into the night or whatever. And it right. it gives you a little more you know, security around the homestead kind of thing. Um, now think about bushes and stuff. Um, they talk about, you know, you don't want it that somebody can just kind of like walk up on your porch and slip in your window. Or a lot of times people will have lower side windows, um, on their Mm -hmm. house, maybe having some bushes or something. Now, again, bushes that would make it uncomfortable to want to climb through there. Not bushes right, not to hide. Not something that's just going to conceal yeah. you. Yeah. To hide criminals hiding outside your window. You know, that's the kind of thing. You want to make it a bush that nobody wants to hide in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I had heard somebody talking about putting poison oh, ivy around the outside of the house. long-term benefits, but it doesn't have... Yeah, it doesn't, it's not going to stop somebody from getting in your house. They're not even going to realize they're rolling <laughs> right. around in poison ivy until... They already have all your stuff at their A house, week later, you know? they're going to be like, no. <laughs> or yeah. two days, I mean, rose days, bushes whatever. look nice, and they've got thorns. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, depending on the sunlight you have around your house, that might be a good option. But there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, bad-looking bushes that also have prickers yeah, exactly. all over them that grow anywhere. Um, next, uh, now, there's a couple options for your windows. So we talked about, you know, maybe how to obscure your windows from the outside. Uh, the next thing is you want to have good locks on your windows and make sure they're actually locked when they're closed. Um, now yeah. I know sometimes summer months we want to open our windows or have screens and different things like that. I got you there. We're going to talk about that, but having a solid lock for when it's not, you know, not a uh, summertime, then that that's mm-hmm. a plus. So that's that's step one. Step two, 3M makes a uh, sheet film that you can not quite. You're not exactly making your windows bulletproof, but let's say hammer and pry bar and rock through the window proof. And they make right, something right. called It'll make it a lot right. more difficult to get through. Now, that window. if you went on Amazon and searched like 3M security film, this is uh 
they, they sell this stuff. And I think I saw, uh, like 36 inches by 12 feet was like 40 bucks. Um, you can buy it with a mirror tint with, you can buy it with a, uh, like tinted windows. You can buy even like kind of colored tints. They have a bunch of options available to you. And, uh, mm -hmm. with that, basically I've watched videos. I mean, you'd have to see the different thicknesses and what you choose. You know, it's kind of one of those you get what you pay for, but they had people kind of smacking, uh, with a baseball bat and it's basically a minute or two before they can right. get through. And especially if you have something like a big glass slider or something like that, that you're worried about, um, you know, mm -hmm. it buys you time, right? Um, yeah. Right. Can Slows somebody shoot a gun a through bit. it? Yeah. But can somebody shoot a gun through your wall? Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And at least if you're that paranoid, you could do the tint where it's mirrored or something so they can't even see where they're aiming at. That would buy right. you just like them shooting blindly through your wall, you know? Um, mm -hmm. The uh, That's an option... The, um, let me see, the 3M film, well, the other option would be bars, or where were you going to go? Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to talk right. about. Now, a lot of people don't like those because they don't, they don't look good. It looks like you're, you've got bars on your windows, you yeah. know what I mean? It looks like your house is a prison, but they're, they're effective. They work. And we can look into some, um, like, decorative options. There are some things right. that you're always going to look like you have bars on your window. And mm -hmm. depending how much coverage you're getting. Now, a lot of other people will consider shutters. Um, shutters are good, but again, they're not stopping bullets unless you're having big iron shutters. And if you have steel shutters, right. it's going to, you know, like obviously shooting targets, I shoot at three eighths inch plate, right? With the five, five, six. Mm -hmm. um, right. So if you had three eighth inch steel uh, shutters, but those are serious shutters, and people don't understand the weight that would be required there. But it's right. an option. I mean, you know, you got to keep yeah. your options open. I have plywood for. I, I had a, a a source to get plywood really cheap, and I have a lot of plywood available to me, and I actually have stacks that I can cover all my windows with plywood. And that's great for visibility, and it's honestly great for a guy with a pry bar or a guy with, you know, different things. Mm -hmm. It's going to slow him down, but it's not going to stop bullets. But, you know, what really is, right? Unless you're right. living in the steel house, you know, the other option you need to start looking into if you're worried about that is like sandbags and, you know, something mm -hmm. that's really going to put a stop to things. Yeah, I know in a lot of um, uh, places with high crime, you know, a lot of the houses are actually built with cement and cinder blocks and, you know, bars on the windows. That's normal. You know, that's standard standard practice in a lot of places, in right. a lot of countries. No, that's that's definitely a way to go. So you just have to decide what's right for your area. All right. Now, right. what other things can we do? So, one, I hate to say it, some of you are going to be shocked and offended, but having a firearm. That's an important yeah. part to your home security. And then I would add step two, learning how to use your firearm accurately is an important yeah, buying it, buying a handgun and putting it in your night, loading it, putting it in your nightstand and then never using it is a good way to end up accidentally shooting your kid or something. You know what I mean? 
know, you should know how to operate a, a firearm. I'm not saying don't keep a loaded handgun. What I'm saying is know how to use a loaded handgun, know, to, know how to handle a gun. The, that there's a lot of people I know that own firearms that are, right. you know, went to the, went to the range one time and that was right. it. Good enough. Now that's, that's very typical of how people are. I mean, I know a lot of cops who shoot once a year when they qualify and I'm like, are you yep. kidding me? That's, that's it. Two hours a year is enough. Yep. Oh, I go qualify a shoot and I just have to hit like a man sized target. If I hit it anywhere in there, I'm good. I'm not saying right. all cops have that standard and whatever. I'm sure, you know, LAPD or something, they're going to the range five times a week and whatever. That all may be. Yeah, I don't know about now, that. Um, well, I mean, I, I work right next to a police firing range. And um, it's, it's like you said, it's once yeah. a year. Two hours, once a year. And maybe those guys go somewhere else and do it on their own right. time. But for qualifying with with uh, firearms, it's once a year for two hours in this you know in this particular right. town. I'm not right. saying that. So it, just know, assume every place small town. But. You know, people aren't exactly training. And if you actually can hit somebody, that's that's hey, whew, more power to you. The uh, mm-hmm. you know that's it. I I can go out with my handgun and I'm hitting the eight inch steel circle at fifty yards. Fifty yards is awesome with a handgun. Mm-hmm. And that's how you should be. And the truth is with a handgun, it's never going to be 50 yards. It's always going to be closer than that. It's going to be 10 or less is realistic, which 10 10 yards is 30 feet. You know, that's still, or it's like 27 or something. Yeah, I don't know. But you get Mm -hmm. the idea. It's still significant. Um, All right. Uh, What else? I mean, so yeah, obviously it's funny. One One of my kids was like, oh, you know, I have this umbrella that I have for security that I keep by the door. So if somebody comes in, I can what? poke them. Yeah, what? that's what I said. And I was like, but you left a walking stick outside the door that <laughs> they can pick up and automatically have a better weapon than you do. I'm like, right. think about what you're doing. And they were like, oh, so I should remove the walking stick? And I'm like, no, no, actually, the walking stick is good because now when I shoot them, I can be like, look, they had a weapon. They had a stick when they were yeah. coming in. <laughs> yeah, It's just understand um, your weapon, you know? Yeah, I didn't, I, I don't, yeah, well, let's talk about, let's talk about doors okay. real quick. Um, you know, so there's obviously some basic basic fundamentals, you know, putting the, the three inch deck screws in your hinges and, and putting dead bolts and, and things like that. That should be something that's obvious to everybody. The more, uh, the more, uh, steel you have keeping your door closed, the better off you're right. going to be. Um, and, and, you know, people have multiple, multiple doors. It's just something to think about around your house. You know, if you can just slide a dead bolt on every door in your house before you go to bed, you know, but, you know, here, here's another thing. A lot of people don't even lock their doors at night. I know it. You know? Um, so, I mean, that's that would be the first step is just locking your door. And, and um, actually go around. I mean, honestly, you'd probably be 30% ahead of your neighbors if you walked around and made sure every window that was closed is actually locked. And then when you yeah. start opening and closing them, you actually lock them. When you do, you know, I hear a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, they don't lock really good. They don't close that good anymore. You know, the plastic's starting to flex and, you know, get mm-hmm. funny. Well, yeah, you yeah. have to do something about that. 
Yeah. Joke's on you. All my windows are painted shut. Oh, there you go. That's a winner. <laughs> uh, no. Now, you could also get... Now, there's... For, for 10 grand... Hey, I was looking this up. For 10 grand, it's it's $10,500. You can get a, a man trap door system. Yes. Which is... It's basically a vestibule that you would have in your entrance where you have to open... You have to open and close one door before you can open the second door. In other words, you can buzz somebody in from inside into the the vestibule okay. and then just leave them there. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just going to be trapped till the cops show up. I mean, I don't know what you're into. Maybe you're into like, you know, weird torture stuff. You know, maybe you're, you know, uh, the people under the stairs type people. And that's just something you're into. Maybe you want to call the cops. I don't know what you do in 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 your private right. life. You, you know, know you might have business. a backhoe in a hole and whatever. Hey, do whatever you want with the, with the person once, once you got them right. trapped in there. Somebody um, mentioned uh metal, metal doors, metal doors are great yeah. and they are not that expensive. Although I know I was looking at some on Amazon that were like 2,500, but it was like a big double door and it looked awesome. And you know, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. anything can be whatever you want it to be. Right. But there are reasonably priced right. metal doors that make it so much easier. Dude, my door, it's still like thin pine. Like you could just like yeah. punch through it. My front door. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they never know what they're going to get on the other side, but they, uh, it's not exactly the stronghold. And my wife and I have had many discussions about it already of how it needs to be upgraded. Right. I do have a good storm door that's really heavy. And actually you'd have a harder time getting through the storm door on the outside than you would getting through the door right. on the inside, but yeah. Right. But you know, it's, it's, you know, one of the things uh, that we're talking about here is defense in depth. You know what I mean? You want to have a series of steps that are going to prevent you from getting your house robbed or, or broken into. Um, home invasion is, is a, is a crime that doesn't happen very yes. often, but when it does, it's, it's right. bad. It doesn't ever end well for anybody involved, you know? Um, but I mean, keeping your—I mean, your door is the, is the typical place that somebody's going to yes. try and get in before they even try for the windows. So that should be your first step: is is uh, making sure you have. And like you said, those metal doors come with big metal frames, yes. and and it's it's a lot harder to break those doors down. Um, it would be easier to pick a lock right. on something like that than it would be to break it down. Exactly, and that's um, that's the kind of thing that you know, an extra step, an extra layer. And that's the thing too. Like you can upgrade your your lock from maybe quick set to Schlage, or you can go from Schlage to better quality locks that are actually gonna you know be tougher to pick. And there's all different levels. And that's the thing. You can have things that you can just lock from the inside. You know that's right. another option too, where you're not leaving a lock pick set. You know as your line of defense. You know you're. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and when you have something like a deadbolt um, that you can just close from in the inside and lock it when you're in there, you know, you can't use it when you're right. away. But something like that is is really going to going to slow things down because it's not, you know, right. It's it's not as easy to, to break a door down that's got got some, you know, got some security features. Added right. To and it. you had mentioned the hinges and bigger screws and, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, your strike plate, all that stuff. You know, it's it's just worth tightening things up. They, you know, all those all these systems come with you know these little 
you know, one inch screws and stuff like that. And you can replace them easy enough and it'll, it'll add a, you know, it'll slow things down. Any, anything that we, you talk about though, if somebody really wants to get yeah. in your house, they can, you know, anything we're talking about is, is just an extra layer of defense, but it's not, nothing is, is ever going to be a perfect system. Right. Um, now a lot of people have alarm systems that like the ring cameras and that sort of stuff. Um, it's a, they're very inexpensive right. now, and they're very cheap. Now, Ring does... Uh, specifically, uh, Ring, yeah. though... Go ahead. I I would not recommend it. They If somebody breaks into the house across your street, the police can actually talk to... Is it, is it Amazon, Amazon that owns that owns now? Amazon Ring, yeah. Yeah, so they can, they can get access to your camera, even if your house wasn't broken into, without you even, you know having to be told about it. Right. Because in theory, so, I mean, they're thinking, just, oh, it's a public space. It's outside. You right. have no privacy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. Think about what you're doing. Um, I have, uh, like, some Chinese company uh, security cameras or something. And I did take a really long time committing to cameras. But mm-hmm. I got to say, now that I did, I mean, it was like nothing. It was like 120 bucks or something. And they make ones that are wireless, and I don't have to pay money um, a month. I just pull it up on my phone, and I can because as long as my my the home box is connected to my Wi-Fi, it sends it out to the internet. Which yeah, somebody else can look at my cameras probably if they're a hacker or whatever. But whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to see my outside yard yeah. if that's what they want to do. Xi Jin, yeah, Xi Jinping in China is, right. is actually watching your right. yard all and the time. When that's I'm out peeing in the, in the front lawn, lawn, he knows about it, sure. Right. But, you know, I also have the upside of, hey, who broke in my chicken coop last night? Or, hey, right. you know, who was uh, over looking around my yard and, you know, whatever. Anything mm-hmm. happens, I know what's going on. And I made the effort and... um had to do uh, wired cameras because living in a log house, the uh, Wi-Fi is a little questionable, you know, transmitting about. But they make Wi-Fi cameras that if you're in most houses, you could just screw them up. And for a hundred bucks, you're like camera and rolling in no time. Um, If you wanted to message us at preppingbadass at gmail.com, I'd be happy to show you what cameras um, I think I was talking about. But, uh, you know, really, there's a lot of great options out there. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk about, uh, you know, economic collapse, Ooh. solar flare, shit gets crazy, the banks close, nobody can get money, things are getting wild outside. Okay. And it's just you. It's just you and your wife, and, and maybe you got two little kids that can't even hold guns yet. You gotta have full force multipliers. So, uh, let's talk about a couple of these things. Um, now, foot traps. Oh, that's, tell me. It's basically a bear trap, and it's a very much against the law to set those up in your property in the United States and in most places. However, in England, you can actually set up a bear trap as long as it's inside your house between sunset and sunrise as a defense for burglars. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's worth having one. I don't know. It's a little bit creepy to me to, <laughs> to, to let somebody step into something like that. But I mean, it, because you don't know who's going to set it off. That's the problem with these types of things. Um, 
it's in the United States. It's illegal uh, all the time because uh, I guess firefighters and EMTs try and get in your house after you have a heart attack and call nine one one and pass all out. Right. It's against the law to have them anywhere ever. Okay, but uh, let's talk about spring traps. That's basically like a, a shotgun, right? Shotgun yep. trap. So, uh, this was a common thing in, in the United States. Uh, people would set it up. Um, but there was one event that kind of changed things. In 1971 in uh, Iowa, a guy named Briney inherited a house. And it was kind of back in the woods. And it was pretty much pretty much abandoned. And uh, he, uh, uh, a guy named Catco uh, was was out there hunting and he came across this house and he went into the house. He thought it was abandoned. He went into the house and found a bunch of bottles in there, you know, like uh, preserves and stuff like that. And he collected bottles. So he took all the bottles with him. And uh, when the guy came to take a look at his house, he saw that somebody had gone in and, and taken stuff out of it. So he set up a, uh, a spring trap with a shotgun and, um, and his wife convinced him to not have it aimed like mid-level, but have it aimed at, you know, towards the legs, towards, you know, lower down. And so, you know, it worked. The guy came into the house again to look for bottles and it pretty much blew his leg off. You know, it, it just, it just mutilated his front leg, you know, as, as he stepped through the door and, uh, he sued him and, uh, yeah, apparently that's against the law to do it. Now, it's not against the law because you can't defend your home. Right. It's against the law because protecting property is not more important than protecting life. That's that's what the what the courts ruled. So if you were in your house and you shot somebody that broke in, that's different than if you're not around and you just have a trap set okay. like that. Um, so there was a big a big lawsuit. A lot of other states misunderstood what the situation was, and it there's a whole bunch of laws passed afterwards in different states saying, no, no, you can defend your house, but it's not, it's still the same situation in almost all these states where you can defend yourself when you're in your house, but you can't just set up a trap like that that will indiscriminately shoot whoever comes through your door if you're not right. around, you know? That doesn't mean you can't set it up. Especially if shit's getting crazy, you know. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to do. Little bit of little bit of bailing wire, and a shotgun, and you're you're set to go, man. But you know, I would recommend that you have it aimed towards somebody's chest, not not somebody's legs. No. You know, you got to put if them down. Set it up because they don't sue don't you when they're them. dead. Yeah, it's hard to sue somebody. Yeah, if you're dead, exactly. Now their family now, might, but you know. That wasn't the only time this this that this oh, happened. Tell me more. It actually happened once in 1775 in the Commonwealth of Virginia okay. in Williamsburg. Actually, the British had set up uh, some of these uh, shotgun traps. Yes. Um, let's see. So two men were breaking into the militia, British military magazine, and it set it off and it injured both of them. People lost their shit, dude. It was it was called the gunpowder incident, ah. and people lost their shit. Everyone went wild about this, and the governor uh, Dunmore had to had to flee the Ooh. state. 
you know, he's a British installed right. governor and he had to, he had to get out and they declared the Commonwealth of Virginia in a, in a state of rebellion. That was, that was state basically the incident that nice. set it off in Virginia. You know, people lost their shit, but it also, you know, also, uh, the Berlin wall, they had mines set up, but they also had these shotgun traps set up and, you know, it is, it has killed people that, that tried to escape, uh, from Berlin in the, in the fifties and sixties. So, I mean, it's not an uncommon situation. It's easy to set up. It's inexpensive. You don't even have to have an actual shotgun. You can just have a barrel and have it. You can build this at home. You can set this up at your house for probably 20, 30 bucks. Pretty cheap, man. So there's a lot of illegal stuff that you can do to protect your house. I just want to be clear that it's illegal. It's against the law. Don't get caught doing it. No. That doesn't mean you can't do it, though. Well, Kevin, we all follow the laws. It's only against law if you oh, get caught. Oh, okay. So I should take that. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I got a... Uh, take that. Take this as legal advice. Wait. Um, I actually <laughs> have... All right. If you were watching this on YouTube right now, you would see that it says, we are not lawyers. This is just entertainment. In yeah. no way should anything Kevin said ever be taken as factual. Right. This is not, I don't, I don't, everything I say is sarcastic, but also I'm a lawyer and this is legal advice. You should set up shotgun I traps. needed a bigger graphic to put across the screen <laughs> right now that I don't have. Right. I'm going to work on that for next week. Um, I would mm-hmm. say you want to make sure you like and subscribe while I'm throwing things up on the screen. That's always important and helps grow the channel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, keeps it worth our doing. We do a lot of cool stuff here and try and keep it awesome for you. Now, is there any way we could talk about maybe cutting a hatch in the floor, like some kind of escape? Do you remember, um, what is it, Walking Tall with the Rock? What was the movie with the stick and uh, he's the sheriff? Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. Yes, yes. I think it was Walking Tall. And Johnny yeah. Knoxville. And that was a remake of another movie. I never saw the yeah, old the one. Yeah, the older one was good too. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful. Buford T. It was I forget what his actual name was, but it sounded like a real redneck name. Yeah, the actual guy because it was a real yeah. story. And uh, and you know he cleaned up the town with a four by four, right? You know, and so it's mm-hmm. like hey, whatever, whatever it takes. But um, he ended up. Uh, they were in a uh, at the sheriff's office was like a trailer, and mm-hmm. I guess they had like a little hatch on the floor, and the basically. The other sheriffs came and showed up. Buford Pusser, is that right? I don't know. Sounds right. Um, But anyway, the other guys came up and they shot up the whole place. They went down through the floor and they hit out. I've often considered Mm -hmm. when the ATF shows up, that may be an option I want to have for my house. Right. You know, I saw Mm -hmm. that movie about Ruby Ridge. And I was right. like, hey, you know, you got to keep your options open. Um, even better if you can dig a tunnel to the barn or whatever that you can kind of slip out. Yeah. I don't know about the tunnel because that's more work than I'm willing to do. I don't know if you have a backhoe. I have a tractor with a bucket. I'm still not digging that tunnel. You know, that sounds like work. Yeah. But uh, now do you, well, the hatch do you remember good. doing a podcast? We did do yeah, a podcast. Do you remember I doing did a, do a podcast about the Mad Trapper? Oh, the Mad Trapper, yes. 
Yeah, yeah. So what he had done is they, they were coming out to him, to his cabin, and he just dug a big hole in his floor because it was dirt yes. floor. And they surrounded his house and just started shooting it up, and he just laid down in that hole there. And when, when they broke the door in, he was laying right there with a shotgun pointed at him and, and took a couple of people out and was able to actually escape from there. Well, that's that's the thing. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely an option. You can definitely make a trap door in the floor. And the thing is, like, it maybe doesn't have to be as secure as, hey, you know, they're never going to find this. Or maybe it just has to be secure enough that they come in and look around the house and they don't notice and you already got gone by then. And then an hour right. later when they're like, where the hell do you go? Oh, look, there was a trap door under the rug over here. Well, yeah, but you're already gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you're right. gone. And that's, you know, that's an option. You got to keep, you know, that kind of thing going. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, there's a there's a lot of options as far <coughs> as that sort of stuff, those underground tunnels. I've And, and it's, it's not like a made-up thing. I mean, people have actually done this and, and had it yes. work out. But a lot of people build those, uh, use those um, concrete, culverts and the steel culverts and uh um we'll just basically bury them under yeah. the ground you want to find something that's designed for being buried under the ground connex boxes are not going right. to work you know but those uh those concrete culverts that they have for storm drains that are big you can connect those dig a big hole connect them all together and and you're in business man little little tunnel out you know who oh is always working on this that- shit crystal yes because they're up 24 hours a day coming up with crazy ideas, thinking up crazy shit. And they're the ones that will dig a tunnel out through the side of their basement and, and have the shit collapse on them and right. kill them, you know? Right. You, if you ever want to have some crazy <coughs> ideas or some crazy traps in your house, find some, find some uh, crystal, crystal meth addicts because they're really they're into in, that They've stuff. already looked into this. All right. Yeah, I've found all sorts of weird shit that... that Drug, you know, and you might be able to like trade him a dentist visit for you know Mm -hmm. some work. I I don't know, fix some of those (laughs) fucked up teeth. I don't know what you did. I'm a horrible person. Um, but you know, hey, you got to keep your options open. The uh, Mm -hmm. I know you remember they had that show Weeds, and they were talking later on, like one of the later seasons, they were talking about the tunnels underneath, you know, going between Mm -hmm. Mexico and. And, and the United right. States. And, I mean, they're Going so the elaborate. They're hiring, the like, US. engineers. Yeah. And, you know, you can get really involved. Right, right. And they, they had motorbikes and stuff in there because it was such a long run that it would take too long to walk yeah. it. And, hey, know? now that we have they the electric Carly Davidson, your mm-hmm. options are limitless. Right, that's right. Um, you know, you could go with a golf cart, you know. Maybe you maybe you need a Harley though. I don't I don't know what your life Kevin, is like. Kevin, if you're man enough that you drove a, or you created a giant underground drug tunnel from a, one country to another country, I feel like you mm-hmm. should be riding a Harley. You're not like, hey, I'm a golf cart wearing a baggy pants and a little ball on your head like a Scotsman. Right. Come on. Yep. You got to yeah. own it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not plaid, but I mean, oh, it some, doesn't have to be plaid. Uh, yeah, I mean you can you can do like stripes like a you know like oh, well, a convict be, with the white black and white right. stripes you you know get fun with right. be crazy I don't know what what kind of apocalypse costume you have planned but I fully support All right. it. you know we got to keep our options open so the hole in the floor definitely mm-hmm. a good way to go um, yeah 
I, I know you always like to mention other things with home security, like carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. I know that's a favorite of yours. Um, yeah. The, uh, cause that's all, you know, that's part of it is it's all about keeping your family safe, but really looking for ways to shore it up. I gotta say, learning to be proficient with firearms, learning to protect yourself, learning some self-defense skills, learning to notice change, you know, pay attention mm-hmm. to what's going right. on. Hey, you know, I've noticed there's a car sitting out, you know, on the street by my house. That doesn't mean you have to call the cops or panic. It's just, hey, what's going on over there? Wonder what that guy's about. And you just start to pay attention. You know, that's the option. Right. I mean, there's there's things that are that that happen that um, increase chances of of dangerous situations. And one of them is, is power yes. outages. A lot of people think of that as like a, a shitty thing that happens that you have to deal with sometimes. But there are shitty people that look at that as an opportunity. You know what I mean? When there's all the lights are out everywhere, you can kind of creep around people's houses and people do that shit. People, you know, there's some people that are just disgusting people. And See, I know, thought the opportunity they'll, was they'll, to do some shady electrical work without... But no, that's not. Yeah. See, my mind goes different places. You know, uh-huh. I was like, "Hey, power's out. I can get right in the box and uh, make some real changes here." That's right. Do yep. some work. I mean, yeah, they might turn it back on while I'm working on it. At any minute, <laughs> it might come back on. But that's, that's all right. the adrenaline. It keeps you moving. It. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's the fun part. Again, right? this couldn't shouldn't be construed as legal advice. I would also say. It shouldn't be construed as good advice. It's a crapshoot, right. you know. Take yeah. it all with a grain of salt. Yeah, this is not. <laughs> a lot of this is not not just legally dubious. It's, it's just questionable. It's just a bad idea. But I mean, whatever. You know, Kevin likes whatever. to keep you guys sharp. You know, you got to learn to pick and choose. Every yeah, episode is like a to test. Do something stupid enough that'll get him killed yeah. in every episode, then. It's not worth doing the podcast. Every at all. episode is like a test of your wits. Um, yeah, but that's you know, hey, to each their own. I would also say make sure your firearms and things are accessible. Make sure things are working like you thought they should be working. You know, right. And if you have kids in the house, teach them about the gun. gun Don't safety. keep it like a secret that seems super interesting that they want to find out about when you're not home. No, that's not teach the way them to about go. it. Teach them how how it operates and, and teach them how dangerous it can be, then they won't be, you know, it's a kid could get in your car and crash into a tree and kill themselves, but they don't do that because cars aren't that weird. They, they're in cars all the time, you know? They understand how it works and what it does, but a gun, man, that seems interesting. That is That's, interesting. They, you, know, you don't see a gun very often when you're an eight, nine-year-old. And you know, they, you sh- they should be aware that it's in your house and how dangerous it is and how it operates and all those sorts of stuff. You should be, if you have kids and you have a firearm, you should be teaching them firearm safety, whether they're big enough to use it or not. Now, I'm not sure if any of you guys know about uh, Palmetto State Armory, but you might like to buy guns there. I like to buy guns there. Um, Mm -hmm. They uh, have an event called The Gathering, and they basically have a lot of the vendors that sell their products on their website come out and demo the new gear for the next year and you actually get to shoot and try out some of the scopes and guns and triggers and awesome things that are out there. Maybe something that you're interested, 
just saying, it's next weekend. You can go on their website, search it out. Um, the reason I bring it up is because I'm going to be there and you may want to look for me. And you could be like, hey, that's that guy with the dumb beard from the Survival and Basic Badass podcast. All right, mm -hmm. just a thought. Um, I will actually try and get some uh, some video. I think I might even do the podcast from from South Carolina. From Anything's possible, you know, or see what I can do. I don't know how the recording's going to work and how it's all going to play out, but I think we're going to set something up. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can follow us and see what's going on by uh, subscribing to our email list at PreppingBadass.com. You can uh, get badass gear, but I don't know about our badass gear. I know that we have a coffee mug that's freaking awesome. Some of those shirts, I know that the design is spectacular. I'm not sure that right. I maybe want to look for another vendor for our shirts, though. I do question the quality that the company puts out that, that's manufacturing them. Yeah. So you use your judgment on that at your own risk. Um, we need a micro dagger. I will check into this. Um, the uh, Otherwise, uh, I would say you can email us with questions, concerns, comments. Preppingbadass at gmail.com. And with that, I would say stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm -hmm.